Welcome to the Not in the Job Description podcast. I'm Scott McLaughlin. And I'm Chris Kiernan. Look at all the people around you. They may seem very different, but they all have something very much in common. Work. Most people have had a history of roles that's taken them to their current job. Everybody has a story about their job and how they got there. We'll explore funny, gross, embarrassing, scary, and sometimes almost unbelievable stories that people have experienced at their jobs. So enjoy the conversations as people share things about their jobs that were not in the job description. On today's episode, we talked to Tyler, who was in the pest control business. Welcome, Tyler. Thanks for having me. Hey, how's it going, Tyler? Good. All right. So now I'm excited because uh, pest control is one of those things where I think if, if you've ever rented or owned a place, there's always something that comes up. Um, I've got some of my own stories, but tell me, like, how did you get started in the pest control business and kind of what were you looking out for? Yeah, you know, so it, it started, it's kind of a long story, but I mean, it started out like in high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I moved south with my uncle who was a property manager or owned properties at the time. And uh, my first experience was uh, one of the houses that he bought was infested with roaches and uh, so I got a little taste there and then uh, moved, moved, moved back north and moved back to Ohio. The guy I knew was like, I own about 200 rental properties. Can you come manage them for me? And so I, I started doing that. And then we realized that, hey, like we're spending a lot of money on pest control. And so he started up his own company, ended up getting a partner. And then the company kind of took off. And uh, next thing you know, I was uh, selling pest control services and then you know, can't find good workers and got yeah. stuck doing some of the treatments myself. <laughs> so Tyler, when, when you talk about pest control, to me, that could be anything like a leopard all the way down to a termite, like anything like that that's in my house or around me. It seems like it could be all kinds of things. What kind of pest did you deal with? It was mostly insects. We did deal with mice and rats, but that was about as far as we went as rodents would go. Our primary focus, um, because we found what was most common in apartments was, you know, bed bugs and roaches, but bed bugs being the one that we, we focused on primarily. Yeah, the, the whole, uh, there are a few years ago, like right before the pandemic, maybe a year before the pandemic, um, Ohio went through a ridiculous bed bug issue. And in fact, the place I worked, you know, somebody would come in and they would start itching and then it turned into, oh my God, there's bed bugs. We were actually hiring people with bed bug sniffing dogs yep. <laughs> to come in on Sunday night and walk our entire building. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of took a life of its own because I think through all of our time in, in you know dealing with all the bed bug crisis, at least in this commercial building, I think we only caught wind of actual honest to God bed bugs maybe four times over mm-hmm. a span of six months. But I'm sure if you were in an apartment area, you probably saw some freaking bed bugs, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, the, the one story. So this is before. So we had we had the pest control business going. I wasn't working for it at the time. I was just property manager at this point. And uh, we had a tenant come in. We knew that there had been, there had been some issues in his apartment. And um, he was, you know, elderly, just didn't seem to care a whole lot, just kind of was like, every day just kind of getting through and uh he comes in one day and i tell him i'm like hey man i'm like we, we got to get into your apartment we got to get this place because you're you're starting to affect those around you like this is this is becoming a real problem like you got to let us in 
He goes, I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, there is no bed bugs in my apartment. Less than three seconds later, I saw one crawling across his chest. And I said, <laughs> what is that crawling across your chest right now? And he looked down and just smashed it right on, right on him. And uh, so, yeah, I think after that, he realized, all right, yep, there might be a little bit more of an issue than I thought. Yeah, I mean, there's a lesson there. If somebody's trying to help you get rid of bed bugs, the answer is always yes. Yeah. Come on in. You would think. Right. You would right. think. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I mean, did you, now you mentioned like, certainly if, if you own an apartment complex, it's good to have that. We, we had another podcast where we found out that one of the biggest customers to a crime scene cleanup business is also owners of apartment complexes because people die there and it's not like, Oh, it's just the house. They got to clean it up. No, there's a renter that needs to come in there. So did you guys, how long would you be out of commission if somebody had bed bugs in an apartment? I mean, so so the one thing that we had going for our company, which nobody else in the state had at the time, is uh, my boss invested in some massive heat units. And these weren't like you're just $2,500 heat units that you can get from the, you know, pest control sales. But these were like $100,000 units. Wow. And uh, you pull them in, massive hoses that would go in the building. It actually heated up to about 130, 140 degrees. We've had it up to 170 180 but really anything you know over 130 is kind of kind of overkill but um, sometimes it just get away from you and you'd walk in there and you check the temp and you'd be like oh my gosh i'm like we got to cool this thing off a little bit yeah i was gonna say you can cook food i think yeah at like yeah so like right? and we would tell people like hey like aerosols gotta go candles yeah, gotta right. go like and then you have to you know before you even do the treatment you have to walk through and make sure that there's nothing that's gonna you know explode on you or anything else but but yeah, those being those were incredibly effective, and I mean, like you would once it hit that temperature, you could see bugs. They'd come out, you know, like they're trying to find coolness, and they would just die, like you know, right there. So, so that's how you get rid of bed bugs. It's just heat. You just yeah, I mean, fry. heat's one. You can use chemicals as well. You know, chemicals. It's a lot, a little less prepping for the for the customer, but. They're effective. A lot of times, chemicals, you got to come back once or twice. And who wants you, you know, they yeah. may not want you to spray their bed with a bunch of exactly. harsh chemicals, right? Exactly. And I mean, the, you know, the heat, the heat is a lot more expensive. So kind of like the way we started heading once I was doing the sales form is, you know, we're, we're with working with larger companies and stuff and, you know, they have a budget that they can't, you know, so you used a lot more chemical. Sure. So did, um, so clearly, I, here's here's the thing about bed bugs. I know they exist because I've read about them. I'm proud to say I've never seen one. Chris, you ever seen one? No, I've not. So I've never seen one. Um, I don't think my wife has either, but it doesn't stop her every single time we go to a hotel. Yeah, absolutely. She yanks those damn covers yep. back and, and eyeballs should. it. I know she should, but I laugh every time yeah. because, you know... Yep. Uh, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do if we find them. My wife is the exact same, and I don't even want to know. I travel a lot for work, and she's like, well, you don't check when you're traveling? Nope, I just don't want to know. I'm rolling the dice. I'll yeah. take my chances. Right. I mean, I, I've lived through worse than bed bugs in my life. I can't imagine, like, I don't know. Maybe I stay at some crappy hotels, but I've, yeah. I've yet to find bed bugs. Well, think twice before you sit down in a doctor's office or a dentist's office. Oh, now you're doing it to me. God that, damn it. That is... That is Man, just the amount of people in and out and yeah, stuff. Makes that, sense. That is that is where we found a lot of issues. Oh boy, I have a dentist appointment Friday. I'm going to walk in there with a total different swagger this time. <laughs> I can tell you that. Yeah, you'll be in a hazmat <laughs> suit, right? Absolutely. 
Now, and I don't know if it's maybe just me, but Scott, you, you know, you and I grew up, we didn't grow up in the nice parts of town, right? I never remember hearing about bed bugs as a kid. Never until just like five years ago. The it, only it, reference I had was sleep tight. Yeah. Don't let the bed bugs bite. No. Never hurt. Right. Ne- never saw. I thought it was bullshit when I was growing up. Right. So is it like a regional thing? It just finally found its way to Ohio? Or, I mean, why now within yeah. the last five or six years and not when I was a kid 30 right. years ago? Right. So the story from what I gathered, just being in it and reading about it is like around 2000, it got to the point in the United States where they were nearly extinct. And like, there just really wasn't issues with them. It must've been travel from overseas or whatnot. And something got them going again. And I mean, it was probably 2015, 16 in there when they really were, Mm -hmm. I mean, they were really, really bad. And I mean, they still, I mean, they're, they're still bad, but they're, They seem to people seem to at least be a little bit more aware of it, and they, I think that uh, these companies have spent a little bit more money in finding uh, early detect you right. know ways to detect it and stuff and, and get rid of it. I mean, even to this day, you can look look at like travel magazines and stuff, and they'll tell you when you go into a hotel room, put your luggage in the tub because you know there's probably not a bunch of bed bugs around ceramic or sure. tile or th- anything like that they were like that's the best place to put your stuff i don't know man i don't want to think about it that much right so you've had some bed bugs talk to me about mice you know i really didn't so we had a guy that that dealt a little bit more with mice they're they're not as hard to get rid of as you would think. I mean, if you have a bad infestation, they can be. The thing with mice and really bugs too is you have to constantly be changing the product that you use because they adapt over time. So if you use one product at one location for a while, if you don't change it, they kind of figure it out. Figure it out and um, you know kind of adapt to it and, right. and whatnot. It doesn't seem to bother them as much, but typically just. You know those block poison that you that you yeah. can get, not the decon from the, that stuff. Just doesn't work. The stuff that you get uh, from Lowe's, Home Depot, it just doesn't pack enough. It's just a filler for these guys. Exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, just those poison blocks seem to usually be pretty effective for mice. Yeah, Chris already uh, tipped uh, the cap that he and I grew up in a you know very aristocratic society. <laughs> okay, we were pretty freaking poor, and um, I'll never forget as a child. We were in my house, and again, lower middle class. It's not like, you know, we were living on the streets. But um, my mother had this great idea. Just so you understand, this is the 70s, unless you're wondering why the hell there's carpet in the kitchen. That was a pretty common thing. And she's like, I'm going to tear this up because we've got some hardwood that's underneath this. So she did. But when she did that, there was like this, I don't know, maybe half inch, maybe not quite a full inch gap, but where the carpet was and like the baseboard. And dude, all of a sudden we started seeing mice and they came in from outside. They were sneaking in under that baseboard. And I know my wife laughs at me all the time because I do not like mice. I will fight a leopard. I will punch a pit bull. But if there's a mouse, I'm out. I don't like them because we would sit there. And to your point, uh, Tyler, these mice would come in. We'd set up decon. And they would go around the table while we were eating at our table. <laughs> they would go around decon like, hey, who wants some? Yeah. And there would be a bunch of mice eating decon. They could give a shit. Yeah. And we killed so many mice that summer. And we found out there was a hole outside and we fixed it. But, dude, I was so freaked out about mice from that moment on. If there's a mouse in the house, I'll just commit arson. I'm burning the house <laughs> yeah. down. I'm going to start over. I'll start a new life. I won't, do, I won't deal with that. 
actually I got now that now that it just kind of popped up. So we were working with a large company and they had 300 and I think it was 390 apartment uh, or buildings across the country, but 90 of them are here in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a place here in Columbus, you know, heavy, heavy Somalian population. And, um, you know, there's that language barrier when you go in to try to help them and, these ladies, they would they would come up to you and they just put their hands in front of their face and go, <laughs> like oh. that's how they told you about mice. <laughs> but that 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 building in particular was actually probably one of our biggest miracles. But I I've never seen in my life a, a mice infestation like I saw there. Um, we had probably ten to fifteen in each apartment of those oh. those blocks, yeah. you know, bait stations and yep. stuff with with probably 10 bait stations around each building. And, I mean, it took us probably three months of being diligent twice a week, changing out bait and stuff, but we did get it under wraps. But that was that was one of the wildest apartment buildings I'd ever seen when it come to mice. So when you, you know, you get the call to go out and, and whatever the problem might be, you know, someone call, hey, bed bugs, roaches, mice, whatever. Yep. Did you ever get just a weird call and you're like, who gets infected with water bugs or something like that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, like we would get people that just like would see something and then get paranoid. Mm-hmm. Like I had one lady one time that was just like insistent that she had some kind of bug, and it was like there was nothing there. Like it was just <laughs> it was either the weed that she smoked or it was just she just had floaters in yeah, her eyes. Yeah, I mean, right. she she saw something, but I mean, and she called us back multiple every every time we're dinging her for like ninety dollars an hour, oh, and it's like you'd be in there for ten minutes, like. Man, there there is just nothing here. And she's I'm just gonna call another company if you can't help me. But it's like okay, okay, go ahead. Or you can keep calling us for ninety dollars an hour. But right, right. we're just gonna keep telling you the same thing. So Well, since I knew you were showing up today, Tyler, I, I was doing a little research on you know, different kinds of infestation and I looked at realtor.com, which is an odd place to be telling these stories. But uh one of them said uh, one day in the summer of two thousand nine, this a person named John Kane, who is a technical services manager for Orkin. Everybody knows no. them. They're a pretty well-known company to, to do away with pests and things like that. They went to a home in a Philadelphia suburb to get rid of a reported mouse problem. And it turned out to be a very big problem. He said there were frayed wires hanging from the ceiling and holes in the walls. He recalls of the two-bedroom home op- occupied by an older couple. The kitchen floor was black, only it wasn't. We scraped, and it was white, but it was covered in pressed mouse droppings. So in total, Kane and his crew caught more than 3,000 mice. And yes, this kind of extreme rodent invasion happens more often than you think. According to Kane's calculations, one pregnant mouse can lead to 28,000 mice over the course of five to six generations if every mouse survived. So luckily, their population is usually kept in check by predators or exterminators like Cain. And I just couldn't believe this is what the woman said to him when he was done. She said, uh, thank you. Last night was the first night we didn't have a mouse in bed with us. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Oh, my God. There's that arson question with me again. <laughs> yeah. I would just it. burn right. up, start a new life. Absolutely. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you would be surprised. And I mean, like, a little bit of it was it was 
we, we dealt with some lower income situations and stuff and it, it made it tough because there was people that were legitimately just in a hole trying to figure out. And then there were some people like, this is life. And like, they just didn't care. And this is what they're used to. This is how they grew up. And if you were like, Hey, you have this problem. They didn't seem to flinch one bit about it. They just kind of, uh, yeah, 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 this is, this is what I've dealt with all my life and this is nothing new to me. So take care of it if you want, but I really don't care. I guess it's easy to get complacent in any situation, right? I mean, shit, we just spent a year and a half staying in our houses. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which would have been unthinkable right. you know, before that. So tell me another situation that you had to deal with because, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm hesitant because I want to draw some stories out of you, but I also don't want to know them. But I know you've got some good ones. Oh, um. I'll tell you a good one. I'll tell you a bad one. So which one do you want first? Dealer's choice. We'll end with a bad one. So the good one was, so like my, my boss was a great guy. I mean, just super, super good guy. And, um, you know, he had, he went into an apartment building and this company that I told you is massive. That's kind of how we got into them is, um, that some some of these big property management companies, they either want one pest control company for everybody or they allow each apartment building to kind of do their own thing. So at this time, this company was just allowing each property to kind of choose who they wanted. So okay. anyway, so my boss gets into this company or into this property and goes in this lady's house. And I mean, there's just, uh, there's just roaches everywhere. And, and older lady in her 80s, you know, she doesn't have the energy to clean, but like, this, I mean, just dirty dishes on the, you know, just, just as disgusting as you can imagine. Yeah. And my boss, um, he treated it, but then he took the time and he cleaned the whole, I mean, the whole apartment from top to bottom. Well, that phone call got up to like the highest person in the company. And about two months later, we were meeting in there. They own the biggest tower in Cleveland and we're up there meeting with their head honcho or whatever. And he's trying to, you know, we're trying to sell him on getting us all into all 90 places in Ohio. Yeah. So, but my boss is just that kind of guy though. Yeah. Like he just took the time to make everybody feel special, which I think is why he was so effective at, at building, building that company. That's great. I love to see people yeah. who know that they have a job to do and sure. they just do it. Yeah. You know, they do it well. Yeah. Yep. And, and he's, he's a dude like he does not like he, he does not need to be doing the work. You sure. know what I mean? He's, yeah. he's got dudes, but he just a great guy. Just one of those people is going to roll up his sleeves and show people he's going to lead people by example, you know, yeah, and perfect. I loved working for him, but, uh, did not love the job, but, uh, <laughs> but anyways, so odd. Yeah. Okay. I know, right. And, uh, yeah, you know, it started too as like, hey, can you come sell for us for a little bit? And then it turned out to, okay, we can't really find too many people and we're getting to the point where we need people. So now we need you to go yeah. from sales to treating. And sales I was like, to, are you allergic to bed bugs? Yeah. And so it was like after about a year of that, I'm like, all right, I'm out. So, right, right. but I'm impressed you made it that long. I yeah, might have been right, like, right. Yeah, I'm going to stick to sales. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, a little bit of it too, is just going back to like, you would start to get to know the people that you're going sure, in to help. Sure. And it's like, you build those relationships and it's like, okay, this day I'm kind of looking forward to seeing so-and-so mm -hmm. and whatnot. But, but the wildest story, I told my uncle Travis, who was on your first episode, the, just the other day we were talking about it is, uh, so we're, we're up in Bellevue, Ohio at this apartment complex, probably about 40 units, not real big, nice complex owned by the same company. We go in, 
And um, this lady's like, hey, the, the property manager's like, hey, like, there's bed bugs in this unit. I'm afraid that it's affecting those around them. She's got roaches, too. Like, mm-hmm. the place is just a disaster. We get it. We're trying to get her out. But in the meantime, like, we need you to just kind of kill the situation a little bit so that we can get by here until we can get her out. So we're like, all right. So we go in there, and we're just, this the girl obviously has not prepped at all, right? Like, there's just, yeah. she has not helped her case whatsoever. Right. So one of my coworkers is in there, and he's moving stuff around or whatever. No mattress, just bedding on the floor. He goes, hey, come take a look at this. I'm like, all right. So come around the corner, and there, there's a strap on. With bed bugs and roaches oh. all over oh, it. Oh man. And he's like, hey, he's like, do you think that she even bothers oh. to clean it off before she uses it? Oh this? my God. So then I just had to be worried about him trying to hit me with it the rest of the day. Yeah, you know, right. That's yeah. the kind of do person not he turn was. your back on yeah. that dude. Yeah. But that that was probably like the wildest thing that I had seen. But not like we had seen People left a lot of things out. Well, we would they would forget we're coming. They sure, leave a yeah, lot right. of things out. But oh, we've heard this never, story before. Yeah, never have I ever seen just bed bugs and roaches just climbing oh, all yeah. over it. So that was probably the wildest, wildest thing that I'd seen. But you know, you, in my research, you brought up an interesting point: bed bugs and roaches. Uh, I read a story where this guy, uh, there's a pest control company called Truly Nolan. And the biggest bed bug nightmare that he ever had, um, he was at a senior living community in San Diego and, um, just starting at from the front door, he spotted blood spots. And I guess this is like the, the telltale sign, right? Uh, and they were splattered on the wall near bed, but he said it wasn't just bed bugs. He also spotted German cockroaches and the two insect populations were not living in harmony. The cockroaches were feeding on the bed bugs. Oh, wow. I did not know this was a thing. Um, it took him and his crew several weeks to stop this weird cycle of seniors feeding the bed bugs and the bed bugs feeding the cockroaches. Um, but yeah, I guess if there's a positive of a cockroach, they'll eat the bed bugs. But I'm not so sure what you do with the cockroaches at this right. point. But that would freak me out, man. Oh, yeah. I'm we, not looking forward to getting old. Yeah, we, mm. but we, <laughs> we would joke around stuff like we'd go into a place and... You know, there'd be bed bugs just everywhere. We'd be like, we'd, <laughs> we'd be like, do you need to go to a blood bank? There is no way yeah, there's right. enough blood left in your body that you should be walking around. No like, kidding. I mean, it was just, I mean, yeah, it was just wild. I mean, we've seen, we've seen roaches. We, I kid you not, I'm not making this up. One time we saw roaches, roaches moving, like a, just a pile of moving yeah. a dead mouse carcass. Oh, that That's Ugh. how many roaches were in there. Right. It was the most unreal thing I'd ever seen. And I'm, I guess I'm just naive. I guess I didn't even realize you just see bed bugs. I literally just thought that they were just under the mattress. Right. right. Well, I, and they can be. So, like, right. typically, like, a less infested, they're going to be less of them. They're going to be hiding. Them, right. And that's when it's difficult. Now, when they're just out there, it's like, okay, it's a little bit easier to treat. So, like, literally, you're seeing them crawl on the walls and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. That's so, wild. and, like, and like but so, like, we would do a little bit different. Like, a lot of companies don't sweep them. So, like, we'll, we would sweep and suck them up and stuff like that. Mm. But also, you do want to leave. So, so like they like to kind of be around each other, bump into each other. So, you do want to spray someone with the chemicals so that they run into, you know, whoever their buddies are, and they just kind of yeah. keep passing it around. That's that's one of the ways that you know chemicals effective and stuff. 
So uh, what kind of precaution did you take when you walk into these places that have some sort of an infestation? Because if this was my job, my wife would have me get an apartment. Oh, right. Believe it or not, 90% of the time, what I got on right now is how we went in. Oh, my God. You kind of get used to it. Like, you're just like, I mean, unless you're like lifting the furniture, like if you're trying to move furniture, get rid of furniture for these companies. Yeah. you're probably not going to pick anything up. I mean, bed bugs, you really got to be sitting there for long periods of time for them to kind of crawl on you. Not long periods of time, but you got to give it some time for them to crawl on you and whatnot. And if you know that there's stuff in there, you're not sitting down anyways. Uh, roaches are typically afraid of you, so they kind of scurry off, you know. But, uh, yeah, and now, like, if we were we we're gutting a place, we could run into stuff where nobody wanted to go into a unit. We'd have to rip walls out. We'd have right. to do that for the company. In that case... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we got suits on and stuff like that. But believe it or not, I would say 90% of the time, I'm pretty much wearing what, you know, I got on right now. And Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. Hats off to you. I couldn't do it. I I just couldn't do it. I couldn't either. That's why I'm done. Yeah, right. (laughs) I'd be single. I mean, my wife would have left me day one of that job for sure. She wouldn't have it. Did you guys ever have to deal with bees? Yeah, a little bit. I did a little bit more of that towards the end. I think my boss knew I was getting over the bed bugs. And, and believe it or not, I, roaches did not bother me at all. I kind of like dealing with roaches because mm. roaches were a thing that, like, you could you could treat the problem or get work on the problem and immediately yeah. you saw, you know, change. Right. Whereas bed bugs, you didn't really see change off the rip. But bees, yeah, we did a little bit. They're actually pretty easy, though. You just kind of go spray some powder, and they usually takes care of it and that's about it. Yeah, I have a little story about that powder. Um, back at my first house, and I'll never forget this because it was just such a weird revelation that hit me. Um, I remember it was a split level, and I was eating cereal while my wife was kind of upstairs taking a shower. And literally, there was a wall in the kitchen that was essentially the, the shower wall. And... I figured, oh, she's taking a shower. I can hear the water still running. Well, then she comes walking down the stairs. And I'm like, what the hell is that sound? I thought you were in the shower. She's like, no, I got out like five minutes ago. Huh. All right, whatever. Didn't think anything of it. And all this happened over a span of like three or four days. Then I go downstairs where I kept some weights. I was working out, and there was a bee downstairs in the basement. I'm like, what the hell? Swatted it, killed it. Don't think anything of it. Next day, there's a bee down there. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I look at all the windows. There's nothing there. I think nothing of this. For whatever reason, I'm at work on a Thursday, and I'm sitting there, and it just popped in my head like, holy shit. I had bees in the basement. It sounds like there's water running in the wall. Oh, my God. Could I be infested with bees? When I got home, I went right out the back door and looked straight up. It looked like something from a horror film. There were bees, like swarms of bees going in between uh, the siding of my house where the where there was like a where two pieces of siding came together. I mean, it was an absolute swarm. So naturally, I'm on on the line with you know pest control company who will remain nameless uh, for this reason. They send this guy over, and I say, guy, uh, he, he had to be skipping school. I mean, he had to be like 16 years old. And he comes over, and I was like, okay, dude, you see this out here? He's like, oh, my God, yeah, you got a lot in there. I go, they're in the walls. I can hear them in here all the way on the kitchen wall. He was like, I'll take care of this shit. 
So what are you going to do? He pulls out this bulb syringe mm-hmm. and he puts all this like white powder in it. Mm-hmm. He goes, this hits them. They're done. And I was like, oh, really? He goes out to his truck, gets a great big, uh, you know, extension pole thing. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, he puts the, the the bulb syringe on the end of that thing, puts it up there in the air, sprays and bees are just falling in Drop clumps. Them. Yeah. And he said, uh, any place else you're having issues? I said, well, funny you mentioned that. Down in my basement where I like to lift weights, um, there's been a few bees down there. He goes, let's give it a look. So we go downstairs and he just pulls that bulb syringe out. And a bee is flying downstairs. And I'm like, see? And he was like, yep. He goes over and just sprays that stuff. Dude, it hit that bee and it just arrested development, stopped yep. and hit the ground. Yep. And I was like, what the hell is that stuff? He goes, well, it's toxic to bees and it's immediately toxic. I go, obviously. See another bee flying. He hits that one and he goes, just in case, I'm going to put some around your windows because this is where they'll come in or this is where they'll go if there's still some in the wall. So he does that. And then he leaves. Well, this happened to be when we were talking about, hey, we should start having kids soon. So I'm like, I wonder if that shit that he just indiscriminately sprayed all over my basement, this powder, I wonder if it's safe. So my dumb ass starts looking around and I'm like, holy shit, I don't know that this is safe. I don't know who to contact. So I find out who we need to contact is the Department of Agriculture. So we call him and I'm like, listen, I I may just be completely out of my damn mind. I explain the scenario. I'm like, this kid was like 16. I don't know if he knows what he even had. He's probably doing lines of it in the car. I have no clue. And they were like, we'll be there tomorrow. And they showed up in like freaking hazmat suits. It looked like fishing boxes that they had. And they opened them up and they were all these samples that they could take for containers for samples. And they start taking samples of all these things outside, downstairs. And the guy looks at me and goes, you need to get out of this house. I was like, what? He goes, this is not safe. Do not come down here, especially if your wife's looking to get pregnant. I'm like, what the hell is this? So he explains what it is. And he said, I need the name and the number of the person that did this. So I give it to him. And you want to talk about a weird response from a company. As soon as I gave it to them, like an hour later, I'm getting a phone call from somebody from this company. And it's clearly not a 16-year-old. Yeah. And he's like, listen, uh, we need to come over and uh, do some cleaning at your house. So when are you available? Like, as soon as possible. I was like, I don't, I don't know, tomorrow morning? We'll be there tomorrow morning. The next morning, he comes over. He's got this kid by the ear. Like, literally, like, get your ass in there. And they probably spent four hours cleaning our house. They went in our basement. They pulled out all of the... Um, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Like insulation and stuff that we had in an unfinished basement. They pulled it all out and cleaned behind it because he had sprayed that stuff down there. And evidently, that's only used inside crevices and stuff. You're not allowed to use it on open, open surfaces air, yeah. or open air. And this kid was just spraying it all over the place. But they spent four hours cleaning our entire basement. And I'm still convinced to this day, this is why my son is slow. <laughs> Yeah, he's giving me the finger right now. <laughs> but yeah, the bees and stuff like that, again, I get another bee problem. I'm just going to start a new life. You know, That's that, wild. That kind of brings me to, to a question because I've heard this, you know, um, 
you hear this with maybe lawn guys that put a lot of fertilizer down. You hear this about guys that are painters. They're around a lot of paint and fumes. Be, I know you were only in that um, industry for, for a year, but maybe you met some old timers that had been in that industry for a long time. Were they just a little bit off from sniffing chemicals and stuff or not really? Uh, I think we're probably off from walking into some of the disasters <laughs> and some of the sites that we had to see. No, I mean, honestly, like the, it's, I always said, like, I think we all say is it's the department of agriculture's job to overreact, to keep people in control. You know, I mean, the chemicals that they make anymore have to be so safe just for, you know, those around you and whatnot and animals and, and stuff that, I mean, some of that stuff I could probably drink, you know, I mean, there, there might, I might get sick, but it's not long-term. I mean, that stuff's pretty safe anymore, but yeah, I mean, I can imagine though, 20, 30 years ago, that stuff was a little more potent. The EPA wasn't quite as involved then as they are now. So, yeah, you know, messing with rodents is uh, they're, they're big deal. I mean, Mm -hmm. you talk about how much we have just grown and created these neighborhoods and taken them essentially out of the picture for the most part. Um, I did some studying with FloridaEnvironmental.com, and there's some crazy shit about rodents. Um, did you know that rodents consume 20% of the global food supply? Wow. It's the rodent, the 20% hmm. of the global food supply. Um, the amount of food destroyed by rodents every year is enough to feed over 200 million people. Which is insane. It is. But when you think about it, like, you know, I, I was thinking about this. Uh, what's the biggest rodent you know? Like, I, I don't even know. I'm I'm sure there's something the size of a small dog that's considered a rodent. But yeah. for the most part, it's got to be like mice and rats and stuff. Mice, rats, squirrels. Possum. Possums. Groundhogs, maybe. Yeah, groundhogs, raccoons. Yeah, and this uh, this little piece of information caught my eye, and of course I can't find it now. Oh, here it is. Um, Baltimore is the most bed bug infested city in the United States, followed by Washington D.C. Makes sense. Chicago, Los Angeles, and then Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, I knew Columbus was high. I just don't understand why. Right. I mean, it's not like we're a major port for people coming in, or maybe we are, I don't know. What the I, hell do I know? I think what you'll find is is probably with that is you have a lot of international populations and stuff in those cities. I mean, I know, like like I said earlier, I know Columbus has a, a high Somalian population, and yeah. uh, we definitely uh, visited a few apartment buildings that was all Somalians. Did, did you ever, you know, we were talking about rodents and bugs and, and things like that. Do you ever get like... Um, maybe calls for bigger animals like raccoons or, or something. I mean, I know there's some companies out there that more yeah. specialize in that, but you know, the guy gets a raccoon in his house. He doesn't know to call you. You just he calls yeah. you. Uh, yeah. We would like get that. those calls. We weren't really licensed to deal with that stuff. Mm-hmm. So we kind of had to turn that over to some, some of the companies right. in there, but I tell you what, they're so expensive. And like, if, right. if people had a stomach for it, the, the place to get into with, as far as money goes is bats. I oh, mean, yeah. the amount of money that's in bats is, I mean, so, I was telling you guys about my boss that I worked for. So he ended up moving to Michigan, selling almost everything he has. I bought 20 units from him at the time, and market got hot, and I was happy to get rid of them. But I had a place that had bats in the attic. and um, They're creepy, too. Man. Oh, they're, yeah. yeah, they're gross. Not real easy to catch. No, 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 no. 
But, like, I wouldn't say it was infested, but there was enough bats up there that I wasn't dealing with it. <laughs> and uh, I wasn't dealing with it until they told me $30,000. Oh, shit. Yes. And, uh, you know, I ended up finding some dude that needed some money to <laughs> get some booze. And he kind of got them all out of there and Good then pointed things up for me. Yeah. Good so, play. I'd be like, you yeah, know. I'm pretty sure he didn't have a license, but <laughs> I didn't care. So Did he just have like a broom and a mop bucket <laughs> yeah. on his right. Yeah, like, pretty much. I mean, I figured out. I figured $30,000, whatever fines come my way are probably cheaper <laughs> than that. So I'd be at the Humane Society like, how many extra cats you guys yeah, have? Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That'll take care of itself. Yeah, I'd be the worst because I'd be like, well, I just got cats. And then they call. We're infested with cats. I'd be down to the pound to get some dogs. Yeah. We would play this thing right. all the way through <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's 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 a big deal. And I always wonder, too, we're, we'll finally, it will eventually get somebody on who deals with all the other stuff. Like we had a guy take care of birds in front of my house. I've got these, you know, the, like the fake shutters that every house has. Yeah. Well, they put our shutters up, but we have like stone on the side of our house. So shutters are not completely up against the window, you know, or, or the, they're not completely not flush, flush right. to the wall. Yeah. And it was just like a party scene for birds. Like they birds, would create bees. so many nests in there. And the first time we had them come and fix it, this guy just got this material and it was, it was almost like foam, but it was, it was really coarse and they were like, yeah, this stuff, birds hate it. And bugs can't stand it because they get in it and they can't get out. I'm like, oh, cool. He shoves it in there. And the birds were having a great time with it. They yeah. were pulling it out. They were using it to build nests. It was yeah. like, dude, come on. But another guy came through and uh, he was ingenious. This guy should be a multimillionaire. He's, he looked at it and he goes, yeah, that's not going to work for you because there's too much space between the wall. And I was like, exactly, dude. What are you thinking? He goes, I just need a few minutes to think this through. So I let him think about it. He comes back. He goes, I'll be back tomorrow. This is going to all be fixed. He comes back the next day, and he has fashioned things to go on the side of the shutters where he literally went over and put some paper up there, and he traced exactly like the outline of all the stonework and everything, and he cut metal and attached Jeez. it to the side of the shutters we haven't heard one bird ever since. It was ingenious. Jeez. But uh, it's big business. The United States pest control industry has grown by almost 3% in the past five years. More than 27,000 pest control businesses are currently in operation. And the industry this year is expected to generate $17.5 billion, wow. according to Statistica. But that's just crazy money if you're into it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know. Like as a so when I was getting out, I know that pest control was the fastest growing small business because literally, I mean, you go get your license, the chemicals cost next to nothing, and they're jacked up literally five hundred, six hundred percent. I mean, people as are, the pass on to consumers, you mean? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, they're just making a killing on on treatments and stuff. I mean, it, it, the margins in that that business are insane. Um, yeah, nobody wants to deal with yeah, that shit. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I, and I tell you what, like, and I think I was, well, you know, I was bragging about my boss a little bit, just, you know, one of my friends, good guy, I think does things the right way. He was so good at doing things the right way. And our company was just, I mean, literally it was just taking off Yeah, and, uh, you know, he, he's continuing to grow, but he's, 
he's starting to rattle the big guys, you know, Orkin and, oh, and those yeah. guys. They're, they've taken notice, and uh, I think it's just a matter of time, I'm sure, when they're trying to figure out ways to get rid of them. But it's easy to get into that yeah. into that business, especially if you do a good job. There's just not very many companies out there that are thorough and see jobs all the way through, you know. So, um, yeah, it, it doesn't surprise me that it's it's still on the rise and people are still getting in. I wonder if Orkin would be in the business of purchasing him or a big company, or if they'd be like, listen, you're going to be a wholly owned subsidiary because, yeah. <laughs> you know, some people don't like to go with the big guys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. I, it, it definitely Orkin, um, you know, Rose Pest Control, which is like a Michigan Toledo. They're big. I mean, one of those because I mean the amount of, of of properties that we were starting to get from those big companies, it had to have been, it had to have been at least affecting their line in those areas of of Ohio. So, I know that he was definitely definitely going to go getting some calls down the road. Before we wrap up, I just have to ask: Was there any story when you were coming here that you were thinking of telling us that you haven't told yet? Because I imagine. Your every day when you did that job was just like, eh, it's the same thing. I get it. I used to work in fraud and I had story after story every single day. It just became part of the day and you don't think that it's interesting. Anything you think of that uh, you want to pass along? Um, that was a fine answer too. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm sure it's one of those things too, where I know like I'll get home and I'll be like, oh, oh yeah, no, of course. Yeah. Why didn't I, you know, why didn't I think of that one? I don't really know how you beat the uh, the, the the dildo that was covered <laughs> no, with roaches no. and bed bugs, but I mean you can try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's that's one of those stories where like I don't think I ever told my wife, but I'm sure when she <laughs> listens, she's just gonna shake <laughs> her head in disbelief. Yeah, but, you know, it was one of those things. Like it's just like I got to go to work with like some of my friends every day, and it was kind of like. Oh yeah. At the very least I'm spending quality times with guys I like that's to be true. around. You know, so that's those are the best the way times. I justified. Yeah, you know, killing bugs. Right. Uh, you know, I do have one one last question. Like, I know a guy who's a professional painter, and everywhere he goes, he said he can't turn it off. He just looks around and like, oh yeah, they messed that paint up. They messed that paint up. Do you did you find yourself just going in places, looking around, like, oh yeah, I bet they got you know roaches coming through there. Oh, oh I guarantee you, this person's probably going to have bed bugs. I mean, because yeah. you can't turn it off yeah. once you learn about it, yeah. right? So oh, for sure, did you just find yourself always? Yeah. Okay, so like the one thing I think people don't realize is roaches have a very distinct smell. So like a lot of times, like I'll walk into a place uh, and I'll be like, "Oh, really? Yeah." I'm I'll be so like, proud to yeah, say I like, don't it, know that smell. Not, right, not, right, right. But like, granted, that would be like when somebody has like a, a real, a real, a real right. problem. But like, yeah, I've run into a few of those where I'm just like, <laughs> "Okay, that doesn't. This isn't. You right. know, um, this doesn't smell. You're not right. sticking around for the house party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah, no, I I would say just funny story last one i probably it's not really like crazy as far i mean it's the business but so we i get in i i have a meeting with a property manager this guy down in dayton and it goes well he wants us in we start doing work from doing a great job right like just killing it literally literally yeah yeah. literally (laughs) just killing it and uh this dude (laughs) great guy like great guy but this dude was not a good property manager, and he. But but for some reason, he must have been great in an interview, like amazing. Literally, he got fired and rehired by about four or five property co- like management companies within a matter of a year. And every time he would call us, brought you with him, nice. Dude, so I bet you just like that guy alone was probably like 
60, 70% of my commission that year just because he kept getting fired and rehired and stuff. And then the companies or the people that would take over liked us too. And, you know, we made it work, but yeah. And then lastly, there's probably a, there's this massive company in Cleveland. They had five buildings of 500 units in these buildings. So these are massive, massive buildings. I'd been trying to sell these dudes for, for like a year, just constantly on them, having meetings, taking them, flowers taking them chocolates like i mean i am working hard like harder than i've ever worked yeah. my wife right and uh so they they finally go hey listen like we really appreciate you but like we've just decided that we're gonna go with another company and stuff and it, it was just like like the, the commission alone on this just for me was probably over 100 grand a year this wow. is how big this account was and um i was like man i'm really sorry so about a year goes by i'm about two months before I end up moving on to another job. Yeah. And they call back and oh. they're like, Hey, um, so we've been rethinking it. So I go back through the whole thing. Cause I'm like, Hey, if I'm getting landing this, I'm sticking yeah, with right. the company. Right, like this right. is big money. Make it work. So again, though, they're like, no, we just decided we're going to go with somebody else. Oh, so I, you know, I quit. I move on five months later. They call the company and go with them oh, after no. I'd already quit. So <laughs> they yeah. robbed you. So I, I think my boss make it, my, my old boss make it up to him buy me a couple dinners, but That's I don't think good, it's at quite least, out yeah. of it. Yeah. So I don't know that it's a yeah. six figures, but yeah. you know, stakes. But it was so big. These buildings were so big that literally you had to have one technician per building almost every day of the week. Oh, I'd imagine. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. It's like a full-time job. So, yeah. Well, Tyler. Um, I appreciate you coming in today. This is the point of the podcast where I'll ask my co-host, Chris, what'd you learn today? You know, this was fascinating, but I guess I learned that if I walk through a bed bug infested place, I'm not going to get bed bugs on me unless maybe I sit down and have a sandwich or something. Then maybe I'm going to draw them to me. Yeah. I got to be honest. I always just thought that maybe because my wife is that, that way. I thought, oh boy, if you walk in bed bug city, they're on you. You can't get rid of them. I didn't know. Not unless you go sit in the doctor's office. That's right. Yeah. Enjoy your next doctor's visit. Uh, I think what I learned is, you know, I just recently replaced my air conditioning and furnace, but uh, I need to kick up the BTUs on this because if I can get this sucker up to 170, I just kill everything in the house. And that's my next goal. I think that's what's going to happen. All right. Well, hey, thank you very much, Tyler, for joining us today. I'm Scott McLaughlin. I'm Chris Kiernan. Saying we'll we'll see see you at work. Thank you for listening to the Not in the Job Description podcast. If you have a story you'd like to share, or if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast, please let us know by sending us an email with a brief description of your story to stories at notinthejob.com. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more crazy stories, make sure you follow us wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on our social media, including Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Rumble, Instagram, and YouTube.